Welcome. I hope you've had a good weekend. It is Sunday night again. It is. Oh, good lord. April 18th. Fuck. <laughs> so, alright. I'm going to try a little dance with my camera. So if you're just listening, everything's the same. <laughs> I'm going to go over some stuff that I'm going to try and do better about keeping track of the things that I find amusing in the week. So, it's fine for you. If you're listening, you just get to listen to me ramble about the same old thing. Um, If you're watching, (laughs) then I'm going to try and juggle something new. So, um, stick to the format you like. I'm happy for anyone that watches, listens, um, or even gives me any modicum of (laughs) attention. So... Um, welcome. Oh, fuck. We're already, like I said, April 18th, so well into the new year. So, yeah. And I think, hopefully, it was around zero-ish today. Uh, went for my run anyways, but I'm hoping we're on that swoop out and we're not going to have any more blizzards. Um, knock on anything that your superstition allows. <laughs> we go um but yeah it's been good i've actually found that i don't know if it maybe i'm getting in better shape but i also feel that around zero to five i can run longer so it's not too cold to be annoying and it's not too warm um my muscles get into i think a pretty good state i've been staying on top of stretching as much as I can before my runs and now that that massage gun has things kind of ironed out and it's not super painful every time I do it um I do that before every other run I'm I've also found that running every second day the recovery is allowed and I'm not dragging every so many runs where I've got to stop midway through so maybe for now every second day and then using that massager to kind of help myself recover and work out any of the kinks or scar tissue or whatever's in there. Because today was a fantastic run. So, yeah, hopefully we're into um, some exercise season and just spring and summer, even though we're probably not going to get a full-blown summer um, I think around here they opened up bookings for camping, si- camping sites. Um, tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but I feel like that's uh, a thing. So I would like to plan some endeavors and just kind of have a more normal summer than last year, hopefully. So we'll see. See how it goes. Um, so let's see if we can flip over to what I was working on. There we go. So (laughs) I'm going to try and do better about whether I'm on Twitter, Instagram, or just news stories in general about if something kind of tickles my fancy, I'm going to screen capture it, make a list before I get going here, and then go through it and if you're watching along hopefully this um, format allows me to um, 
where am I? Go through them all. So there, I fucked it up, but sneak peek, but whatever. We're going to go through these kind of <laughs> things. Before I was using the um, sticky note up and just kind of reading off of it. So we're going to try and do a little more um, of an organized approach to this where I can look at the article and kind of keep them in order and go over the things that I found interesting, amusing, and everything for the week. And yeah, we'll see how this works. So hopefully I'm more organized for the people just listening. And then there's also some visual added for those finding this on Facebook or YouTube when I upload them. So (laughs) the first thing that came across, maybe not the first, but I find this is kind of an interesting lead off is... Every once in a while, there's this UFO debate. And so now this article came out where it's the Pentagon confirms UFO video is real. Um, And it was taken by a Navy pilot. So I just have a screen capture. Um, You can find the article. It's CNN business. So it's not like it's the National Enquirer (laughs) from when I was a kid where mom would buy that paper, paper, (laughs) Um, rag. And you'd always have, like, aliens stole my baby and did weird, like, just outlandish articles. So, not to say CNN has the best reputation lately. Depends who you like and who you watch. But, so, a pyramid-shaped object seen flying through the sky is being confirmed by the Pentagon as an unidentified aerial phenomena. So, apparently UFO got a new acronym. I don't know. But, interesting that this isn't... In our day and time, how this is just, no one's really freaking out about it. It's like, eh, aliens. It's not like when I was a kid where UFO was 100% still science fiction and there was nothing to it and it spooked you out and there was still, was it Fire in the Sky? Was the movie about the guy who got abducted and still like, there was so much of a mystique to it before and a fear of it. And even the movie Independence Day, how is that 20? It's got to be 20 years old now, if not more. The one with Will Smith. I know they did a sequel. I did not watch it. But there's that notion of like the or the old school fear of the alien invasion and UFOs, abductions. Um, What would happen if they invaded us? Oh, my God, I'm blanking out on the old school um, radio play that freaked everybody out from... Uh, the 50s, I believe. Um, why am I forgetting that? Oh my god, bad. Um, but yeah, it's like I feel like we're, I don't know if it's desensitized or don't care or in our own little worlds, but now we're at this point where it's like the Pentagon is confirming that we are getting video of UFOs and meh. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one that's not. Then again, we're all cooped up, right? So maybe there's more freak out to this than I'm seeing. But I feel like in the news circles that I kind of get up and read every morning, this is just something that was like, eh, swept under the rug, (laughs) which I find fucking weird. But so, yeah, UFOs. And I feel like these stories are more and more common now. And we're just so it probably is desensitized and it's amazing to me at least that something like this is completely just meh 
a very what is the term laissez-faire attitude towards it especially like if it's real what are they doing what are they watching who's talked to them um, who's interacted with them how far back does it go does it go back to the Roswell New Mexico thing like was that first contact um, my personal favorite is and it's almost like the hitchhiker guide to the galaxy thing where it's like we're such peons in the greater scheme of things that they just do their own thing and work around us because um, we haven't even mastered travel even though Mr. Musk <laughs> is doing his damnedest to get us there or at least to Mars right I like how the moon's not even a thought it's just Mars beyond let's go um, so yeah, it's just shit like this being a 70s, 80s kid where stuff like this was science fiction and just it scared you and kind of gave you those nerves talking about alien contact. And now it's just like, yeah, they saw something, whatever. Um, <laughs> the next thing up that kind of made me chuckle was this article that said, um, or it kind of laid out this um, weird story and it said white Genghis Khan was good for the planet. And it's like a really weird, weird way to kind of put a positive light on this guy that was such a conqueror and murderer. Um, I can't remember if his empire was bigger than the Roman Empire. I think it was. And the amount of people that he killed. And I think they said in Southeast Asia, there's still people with um, genetic ties to Genghis Khan on such a level because he like laid waste and raped and pillaged and um, just devastated and it's funny because the article says laying waste to land scrubbed 700 million tons of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and it's just you can look it up for yourselves it's ridiculous and it kind of goes on to say that he killed so many people and devastated so much that he took down the carbon put footprint of the people because so many people died that we weren't creating as much carbon in the atmosphere. And so in the article, it says even how far he set back and kind of where he wiped out hordes of people, um, trees and plants and just nature started growing again and combating the amount of carbon that we were creating so it's just so weird that it's kind of phrased in this very positive way like hey Genghis Khan was green and it's like no he killed a lot of people but yes by laying waste and setting everybody back in certain parts of the world we weren't as harsh on the planet and in some instances the planet got to kind of regrow so <laughs> it kind of while I'm sitting here thinking about it it's hilarious where it's like isn't that kind of the whole mind frame that Thanos had in all the Avengers movies was he was wiping out half of everybody to kind of ease off like the strain on the universe and things kind of would heal themselves so he wasn't evil evil in a way he was evil he was killing half of everything alive but it's his notion was almost this i'm doing the universe a favor 
by cutting it back to half the amount of people. And then all of a sudden this um, article comes up and it's like, hey, Genghis Khan was green because he murdered (laughs) everybody. It's such a weird spin to put on this guy. Um, I find it entertaining and it's just weird, (laughs) especially when everything that you kind of know or taught about him was that he was one of the biggest empires he and he was merciless and just killed right and so hey (laughs) killing is green apparently fucking weird um i know this one's a little late it says um the wonder years premiered 33 years ago and it says today but i know i think it was in january but it was still 33 years ago in 1988 and it depicted events from 20 years earlier so 1968 um and the thing that i find funny about when i read this was if a similar show starts today it would be set in 2001 so (laughs) it's amazing how time flies and would a tv show from 2001 be considered retro because of all the technological advancements have happened now probably since then like internet cell phones i know we didn't have smartphones but it's weird and it's just to think to jump back from 88 to 68 when you're watching that show it's another time and the other two examples that i can think of with this is Back to the Future was 1985 back to 1955 and then I believe jumped 30 years into the future so that would have been yeah like we passed what was the flying car future already for Back to the Future that's depressing (laughs) um but yeah it's just like when you at least when I watched Wonder Years in 88 to 68 like I said it It was another time and it's just it's so weird that 2001 does not feel like another time like the technology was still there and so it's weird like if you're my age ish like gen x ish x ish (laughs) like and if you have memories of stuff like the wonder years and the other big example was that 70s show um that was i believe was also late 90s it was made and it was a 20-year jump back to the late 70s so you have these two shows made in 88 and then probably 98 97 99 in that area jumping back 20 years and it's such a different snapshot of the decades between the wonder years in the 60s and that 70s show in the 70s like completely different times the technology was moving at a certain pace that things were definitive and the fashion was definitive and even um the automobiles were definitive and like the only thing that was still similar was kind of even into the 80s the family unit was kind of thing a thing still the atomic family or whatever you want to call it but just the trends, the music, everything was so, um, you could pinpoint where it was from. Like the Wonder Years had that 60s vibe to it. And then that 70s show had more of the, the, I don't know, like 
the disco vibe to it and that look and that feel right and so interesting depressing but it's so weird that if we did do that now 2021 to 2001 it's would anyone watch it like I remember that 80s show I think bombed when they tried to do that you hit a certain line where things start moving at a certain speed and you can't there's no definitive lines between decades and eras everything's just kind of this blur and so yeah I found that neat that (laughs) it was the anniversary of the wonder years and it's just like oh my god 33 years ago fuck I'm old (laughs) what else is going on um this popped out this is for basketball me um Kobe Bryant is going into the basketball hall of fame um in January I believe it was was already a year since his accident and it's just one of those cases of it feels like time flies uh, especially like I've spoken about how during COVID everyone has this loss of time and kind of because you're doing the same thing every day and there's nothing really um different between your routine day to day to kind of make it feel like time has passed and so it's been a year since he's passed away um which is scary enough but it's cool to see him going into the hall of fame it sucks that he died he's probably along with Shaq considering they played together for a a decent chunk of it um he since Magic Johnson and James Worthy that's probably the biggest Laker duo since then um and now we have um what is it Davis and LeBron James but that's um I guess Kobe was a draft trade and Shaq was a big money signing but from my era Worthy was drafted Magic was drafted and Cream was a free agent I believe or a trade I don't I would have to look that's 70 stuff but it's super cool to see him going into the Hall of Fame um he was a generation defining guy I still like him more than LeBron James. Um, He's probably, since I stopped watching in the late 90s, early 2000s, but still, he had more of the Michael Jordan vibe to me than LeBron James has. LeBron's a bigger dude. Like I think he could be a linebacker. And so Michael Jordan was kind of that shooting guard guy. And Kobe had that feel and the kind of, the ability to defy gravity and just do cool stuff and then make those insane clutch plays when you need them and I think his 81 is the second highest of all time so super cool good to see him going in there um and of course it's beyond cool that Michael Jordan's taking the time to induct him if if you have the time and you're a basketball person I know some of their first interactions are on YouTube. I know Last Dance talks about it with 98 in the All-Star game because Kobe being voted in. Um, but just to watch some of their Bulls-Lakers interactions, because I don't think when Jordan was on the Wizards, he just, I think he was pushing 40s or in his 40s by then. And so to see the Bulls-Lakers line up, you see... The Bulls, especially the 98 roster, that's the last dance, right? And then you see the Shaq-Kobe Lakers working their way up to becoming the next big dynasty. And they were. And 
they were butting heads with the Spurs, who were also an amazing franchise. But it's cool to see Jordan inducting him. I can't think of anyone else. Like Shaq, I'm hoping, would have been the next choice. But who knows? And so it'll be cool to see Michael Jordan and maybe get his reflection on who he thinks was the next great thing and to maybe see if he considers Kobe the next best thing to him. Um, I don't think he speaks... He doesn't use the word greatest of all time when talking about himself. Um, He always talks about how he wanted to do more than Johnson and Bird for his era and define himself that way um, for just being great. Um, But... I don't think I've ever seen a quote where he calls himself the greatest of all time. But we'll see the induction speech. It, it's piqued my curiosity. Like, aside from them doing some of the old school guys or when they put, like, the original Dream Team into the Hall of Fame, above and beyond that, I don't really watch it unless they throw some of those 80s, 90s guys in there now that I took a liking to when I was young. <laughs> um, what else we got going on? Oh, (laughs) Uh, I like this one. So this is dated April 15th. So it's only three days ago. So this came across my feed and made me laugh. Um, If you're watching the video, I cut the pictures out because they actually had pictures of the people. Um, It says incident involving stripper at a job site. Entirely unacceptable. Um, A home company said. And of course, it says story contains graphic images. And so this is by CBC. So I think it happened in the greater Toronto area. But a bunch of home builders hired a dancer. And so um, if you track down the article, it's fucking hilarious because there's just a stripper and a bunch of like these home builders just kind of like doing dude stuff, right? Like... um, getting gropey and just it's the weirdest thing in the world like in the middle of a lockdown it's already fucking weird like maybe I just don't know what goes on and I'm oblivious um but yeah bunch of construction workers I don't know if they were the builders or a contractor or if they were like electric or gas or whatever fuck plumbing who knows but yeah, um, COVID stuff, and <laughs> apparent, apparently they needed a dancer that day on site, so fucking weird. And in this era where everybody's recording fucking everything, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> Unless it was one of the dudes who was, like, recording it to remember the memories. <laughs> uh, fuck, people are weird. But yeah, so... Yeah, this made me chuckle. And the fact that there was the photos underneath of the dancer and the guys enjoying themselves. And the one guy's picture wasn't... Some faces were blurred out, but there was others that weren't. And I found that weird also, that they wouldn't completely blur everything out. But I guess if she's blurred out and maybe some of the people... I don't. I have no idea if people were fired or what the fuck happened out of this, but... That made me laugh. (laughs) And that's all you need during this time is just COVID's bad enough and lockdown's bad enough. I get it. But hey, end of the week, uh, the 15th. So 18th is Sunday. So Thursday, Friday, let's uh, head into the weekend with a dancer.
<laughs> oh my god. Oh, and last thing. It's funny. This was a little earlier in the month. Made me chuckle. And I kept forgetting to bring it up when I was recording. Um, there's some of my friendships that have... Um, I don't chat as much as we should be. And it's funny how... I've made the effort at least to kind of reach out to people every once in a while and just be like, hey, how's it going? I remember at Christmas I made a list and made sure I got addresses to send out cards. And so keeping in touch has been a thing for me. And I like when people kind of reach out and say hey. And then any kind of little thing can spark a conversation that you can catch up and see how your friends are doing. And so... This one made me laugh because anyone who knows me um, knows of my restaurant history and that I worked at Boston Pizza twice for two three-year stints. And my first stint in the early 2000s, so 20 years ago, wonder years, (laughs) um, I was in the kitchen for one year and bartended two years. And then my return, I managed for three. And so it's hilarious that one of my friends just texted me out of nowhere and he's like, I can't believe I've known you for like a decade and have never asked this. Do you have the recipe for Bandera bread? And it just, it's it brought a smile to my face. A, because I hadn't chatted with him very much and it was someone that I really enjoyed chatting with in the nerd community through a few different games, whether it was Magic, Heroclix, Um, World of Warcraft, we had lots in common. And I think, um, don't quote me, I feel like our upbringing stories were super similar about adoption and dad's passing away and the whole thing. I could be wrong on that, but um, super similar in everything. And so it was nice to hear from him and kind of get a text from him. Um, But just what a strange thing like I haven't cooked this stuff like I get when I was managing I had to have the ability to dive into the kitchen and make anything and help them if they were crashing so it's not like I haven't made this stuff well it's been a while right 10 years since I've worked in restaurants 10 years this May and so it's funny because even the ex-wife would ask me at least she has on a couple of occasions asked me to make something from the restaurant. And it's funny that one of the main requests when people find out what franchise I worked at, this comes up <laughs> and they're like, Ooh, what's in the Bandera bread? So it's a testament to that being a super popular item. But the fact that I absolutely remember everything and how to make them like it's it's hilarious and what's in the dip sauce and like how to make it to a tea and so i was happy to relay this information to my friend as uh you got to help people out during these hard times and if they're craving bandera bread and don't want to pay the price and maybe want to make a gigantic one at home i will accommodate that need <laughs> Oh, that cracks me up. So that is what has been going on with me. Um, Hope you're staying safe. It looks like vaccine rollouts are going along quite well. So 
I feel like me keeping a better list of things in my phone worked out, um, kept me more in line and less willy-nilly and less kind of grinding on the same old, same old every week. So stay safe. Um, things might lock down even more. Who knows? Um, the nice thing about getting old, though, is I'm a little more of a priority. Um, but also, of course, right when they're getting to my age, they've shut down the drive through um, for I can't remember what the issues are, but I don't know if they ran out or if there were other issues. But I'm next in line because I'm pushing 50. <laughs> so as far as that goes, we'll see. Um, but yeah, stay safe. Thanks for listening. And as always, um, if you're watching, um, where am I? There's the contacts to find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I do have a Patreon. Um, I, the tiers are even as low as a cup of coffee a month, like five bucks if even. Um, and it all go, it all would go into recording equipment and just upgrades. Um, although I feel things are going pretty well, even with the split to video and continuing with the podcast format. Um, I think upgrades would be more for once we're allowed to have people over again, just to kind of have a studio. Cause I think that's where I want to get back to again. And then maybe do video with a studio. It'd be kind of cool. Maybe do like what Tim cast or something like that does. And then maybe if money comes in enough, Hey, hire someone to do the, the clicking of the buttons while I just sit, relax and have a good conversation with my guest. But once again, thanks for coming out. Um, much appreciated as always and uh, I'll talk to you later